What's good, everybody? This is Brand New You, Hot Rap Mix Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to Deuce Trey. He is a rapper from Louisiana, and he does a lot of remixes of Houston Rap's own Screwed Up Click, which uh, some of them have come from Louisiana, so uh, stay tuned for this interview. All right. uh, How y'all doing, everybody? This is Deuce Trey. Uh, my real name is Shay Duchon, but I go by the name of Deuce Trey on the microphone, you know. Uh, I'm a Christian rapper from Lafayette, Louisiana. I got saved in 2004, and I've been rapping all my life, but from 2004, I started, uh, you know, rapping about my life at that time, which was being saved, so I started doing Christian rap. And uh, I did that for two years, and unfortunately, in 2006, I backslid at the age of 22. I backslid for four years until 2010. And then in 2010, so I even went back to the clubs and, you know, and all that rapping secular again. But in 2010, I got back right with God and been back doing it again ever since, you know, doing the uh, Christian music. And I don't, I know now not to go back. You know, I learned my lesson. I learned that the world don't have nothing for me, so I'm, I'm, I believe I'm here to stay this time, you know. That's tight. But, uh, oh. Yeah, so I definitely understand when I see people now that backslid or backslide, you know, I just believe they're going to come back because I've been there, you know, so I, I don't think that they're going to just be like that forever. I believe they're going to come back. And I've seen even, I don't know if you're familiar with Nuwan, probably so, because you said you uh you know, little rascal, right? Yeah, I, I've um, I followed like a lot of people from like like two thousand eight. I'm familiar with like Alliance by Faith and True Vine, New Wine, Little Rascal. Um, some of those were like before I got into it. Uh, like I, I right. like two thousand eight. I, I started listening to Literati, and from there it branched off to like Trey Nine and Much Love Records and several other people there on his top MySpace friends and um, yeah. and so I got into all them and Lecrae and Reach Records and and so yeah I know uh, New Wine yeah when, when I got saved that was like I say 04 so that was before uh, Lecrae and everything so you really you know they had New Wine and Lil Rascal and the Grape Tree Records people and uh, they had cross movement and stuff but there wasn't really much, man. There wasn't really much out there, especially not like it is today. But New Wine, you know, he had backslid around 2005 or something like that and uh, went back into the world and the clubs and all that. And uh, he recently just did a song on Von Wan's new mixtape. And uh, Von Wan said he's all about saving souls now. So it's a big, you know, like I said, people kind of gave up on him because he backslid for a while. But... And then one time he was even saying he wasn't coming back, but, you know, God, Jesus is married to the backslider. So, like I said, he's back. So, you know, can't give up on people, man. Can't yeah. judge them, man. Just, but, so, uh, how, how long have you been a Christian? Um, now, I know you kind of shared some of your testimony already. Yeah. Well, like I said, 2004 is when I got saved. In March of 2004, but when I but then I backslid in 
06. About two and a half years later, I backslid for four years, and then I've been back since. So from 2010 to now, that's about eight more years I've been in it. So if you combine the two and a half plus the eight now, I guess I've been a Christian for about 10 years or a little longer you know, if you combine both. Because oh, wow. when I backslid, man, I really, when I backslid, I, I went back to my old ways, man. So I don't even, I can't count them years because I went back to everything that I said I would never do again, you know. How did you start doing music? Uh, what's your style, too? Uh, well, I just, since I, I had young parents, like my mama had me when she was 16. And they just, you know, they were in their 20s, like my whole life when I was growing up. They were in they, you know, growing up too, so they listen to rap, you know, like they would my mama would always buy all the new rap stuff and my daddy too, he listened to Tupac and everything. So I just was exposed to rap music at a very early age. And uh I just fell in love with it, man. Like when I was seven, eight years old, I'd be in my bedroom with like a tape recorder and like, you know, a keyboard just I, I was making cassette tapes you know I, I was doing full albums on cassette tapes at like eight nine ten years old playing them for my friends playing them for my stepbrother like I'd be looking for my tapes and my stepbrother would steal them and be riding to them to school you know riding to high school jamming my tapes oh wow so I just always I always did it for fun you know made tapes and uh, uh I would always freestyle I was really good at freestyling you know, I'd like freestyle and just like clown my sister, you know, and uh, in front of my mom and have her laugh and just freestyle about how we ain't had no food in the house or something. Just have my friends laughing before I even knew it was called freestyling, you know. Wow. I was doing that. So it just, it just I don't know, it really, it was just, I guess, a natural gift that God gave me, like, because I didn't know nobody else that was rapping my age or anything. You know, it wasn't like it is today. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Like when I was doing it, I was the only one in my neighborhood rapping or in my city almost, you know, especially around my age. And I just continued. And by the time I was like 14, I started doing it on computer, you know, and got myself on CDs, you know, left the cassette tapes alone. So, uh, like I said, just never stopped, man. I've been wow. doing it all my life. So I really feel like that's the one talent God put in my hand, you know. I don't do it to be cool. I don't do it to be like everybody else because I was doing it before I knew anybody that was doing it. Yeah, do your own thing. Uh, do you have a wife or kids? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I've been happily married for about six years now. I got three stepkids and I got a, a three-year-old son also with my wife. So I got I got four kids, man. So I, you know, I gotta stay on my toes, man. They keep me on my toes. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, what kind of impact or influence do you want to have on culture? I mean, I just want to bring, you know, my Louisiana flavor and my and my life and my testimony to the table, you know. And uh, I've reached people throughout my life, and if if I can just keep reaching more and more, you know, that's all I really want to do. You know, it's not about the money with me. It's not about, you know, fame or any of that. I just, if I've always liked my own music. You know, I did it for me at first. I did it for me and my friends. And, you know, then it kind of branched off. Other, other people liking it in other cities. And 
now even other countries, you know, I got people playing my music and buying my music uh, in pretty much every country. Thanks to, you know, iTunes and all that, I got people buying it and listening to it and streaming it in almost every country there is now. So I don't even know all the people I'm reaching now, but, you know, if I can just change a few lives, that, that's all it means to me, you know, that's all that matters to me. Um, what are some challenges you've overcome in, in, in your music and also with your walk with God? Oh, man, just, uh, well, in life, you know, whenever I was, uh, I, I started doing drugs and drinking at a young age, you know, around 13, 14 years old. So I had to definitely overcome that, you know, uh, you know, sex, uh, all the pretty much sins they got, man. I was, you know, trying to do as many of them I could every day. So it's just being delivered from, you know, being a whoremonger and a daughter and fornicator and, you know, like a drug addict, alcoholic, a thief, you know, I used to steal, you know, sell drugs. So all those is, is nice to... You know, I've been at my job five years now, going on six years, and I used to never be able to see myself having a career, you know, or holding a job a long time. You know, I was always selling drugs, doing other stuff, or if I did have a little job, it didn't last. So that, to me, that's a miracle itself that I've been where I'm at as long as I have, and I'm a manager now. And it's just, uh, it's just amazing, man, because I used to think that that was never gonna be in my future. But uh, God can pretty much do anything, man. And as far as the music, uh, the obstacles I overcame with music, I don't know. Uh, I've just been trying to step my quality up, you know, because when I first started, I was doing my own beats, doing my own recording from home, and I was just recording on a $10 mic from Walmart and, you know, a, sound recorder or something and then I got little cheaper programs and now I kind of you know I started going to studios about 10 years ago other studios and I just been trying to get my quality as best you know as professional as possible so I can you know if you put my song up to a Lil Wayne song or anybody else that's out today you won't really hear a difference so on my newest album that I just put out last week it's definitely the you know the best quality uh, album I ever put out in my life. That, so, that's jamming. You know, accomplishment. Yeah, I, I like to uh, uh, track two. I, I noticed uh, that that one beat that sounded kind of like uh, like uh, was it Mr. Lonely or whatever? It was uh, to your mom. That was pretty tight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't even familiar with that sample, but a lot of people told me that that's where they came from. I, I have to check that out because I didn't even really know what sample that was. But uh, a few other people have noticed that and brought it to my attention. But yeah, on my last album, I had did two songs for my wife. I had did one for my sister who passed away from a heroin overdose accidentally. And I did one for my newborn son. So in this album, I did one for my mama, you know. Just, That's you know, tight. I, I try to, you know, be versatile and have different concepts on my records, you know, instead of just 
every song being about how I changed or every song just being Jesus, 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 you know, or a worship song. I try to just have different topics and, you know, my life out on music too, because that's what really reaches a lot of people too, you know, but I definitely always going to have my praise songs and, you know, my testimony songs too, but I just try to be more diverse with my uh, subject matter these days, you know? Yeah. So who, who's some of your favorite artists or groups? Uh, well, since I'm from the South, man, Louisiana, you know, and Texas is a big influence. I really like, you know, uh, Von Juan, my boy Von Juan. I love him. I love Pirates. I love uh, Bizzle. I love D1, you know, he's from New Orleans. I, I love Lecrae, but, uh, you know, a lot of, I even knew wine, you know, and there was another group called FTF back in the day on Grape Tree. They were from New Orleans, Fila Phil, and I think Dr. Cheddar. So uh, mostly Southern uh, most Southern groups is who uh, influenced me the most because that's what I'm used to hearing growing up from Louisiana. So that's the style that I kind of have, too. And uh, I don't know, that's what interests me the most. I'm not really into much East Coast music, you know except for like the the old hip-hop you know greats but so you know gifted mainly southern music was that you you know gifted to flamethrower and uh governor oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah i listened to them too because uh von juan had a bunch of music with them so i kind of you know heard from them you know from his albums and stuff like that and i i followed them a little bit that's cool. So, are you uh, signed or indie? Oh, I'm indie, man. I do everything myself, man, really, you know. Besides the fact that I go, uh, you know, record at another studio. But other than that, like, I'm, I'm, I write all my own music. I put everything together how I want it. You know, I promote it. I do my own artwork for the most part. You know, I, I outsource. Like, I had the cartoon cover, so I outsource that. And then another buddy of my mind made a uh, a cartoon video for me and Von Wine song. So, but other than that, man, I even did, you know, the back cover design and everything. So, I'm pretty much a one man show with it, you know. Right now, I really don't have a team. You know, I got friends in the business, and you know, that I collaborate with a lot. But it's really just me behind it all right now. Do you have any favorite DJs? Uh, well, I like DJ I Rock Jesus. And uh, I don't know too many Christian uh, DJs. I know, uh, rest in peace, DJ Primo. I liked him, you know, and he was cool and chopped the music, but he passed away. And uh, there's there's uh, my boy DJ Blessed. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he uh, he's, he does screwed and chopped Christian music. And he uh, done about four or five of my songs. Matter of fact, me and him are about to put out a whole screwed and chopped version of my album. It's probably going to be a free download. And uh, like I say, he's going to uh, screw and chop the whole album. His name is DJ Blessed. So if y'all into screwed and chopped music, y'all might want to check him out because a lot of people ask me, you know, who's out there that's screwed and chopping Christian music. And he's one of the best. And there's, other, there's another guy named G Means, Gordon Means. And uh, he's done a bunch of stuff for. Pyrex and uh, Punton. I don't know if you heard of Punton. Oh, yeah, I know Punton. I know yeah. Herb Flav, too. Uh, Herb Addison. 
okay, I'm going to have to check him out, man. You got to send me something. Yeah, he got that flavor for your soul. Uh, he's he's done a few songs with uh, Punton, and they did some songs with ESG, and and had the, uh, some of their own little songs there. Okay. Yeah. It definitely needs to be some more Christian DJs out there. I'm sure there's a lot of them, but a lot of them just probably hadn't got the right promotion yet. Yeah. What's your favorite scripture? That's a oh, that's a hard one there, man. I love I love man. I love everything in the Bible almost. I love Proverbs is probably my favorite book. But uh to pick one scripture, man, like <laughs> if you listen to my music, man, I pretty much I almost say a scripture or two in every song, you know, so I'm I I don't know, I can't I don't think I can narrow it down to just one to be honest with you. Man, I got I got a lot of favorites though. <laughs> And uh, I definitely like uh, you don't work. If a man don't work, he don't eat, you know, because, man, there's a lot of lazy people out there that don't take care of their kids, you know. And they definitely oh, yeah. need to, you know, they definitely need to learn that one and stick to that one. But I just, I really love Proverbs because it has a lot of wisdom and a lot of stuff I read in there. I'm like, yo, I didn't get that or I know somebody that did that, you know, and that's what happened to them, you know, so. I tell a lot of people when they first get saved, man, go check out Proverbs. You gonna, you gonna, you know that's gonna, you know it's gonna definitely ring some bells with you if you've been wilding out in the streets, you know. Is there any uh, tips that you could give to like other artists or people trying to get started making music or uh, get better? <laughs> yeah, well, if you go be doing Christian music or Christian rap. My number one thing is, man, read the word, you know, because I said in a song like 10 years ago, I said a lot of people running around trying to preach the gospel. Problem is 90 percent of them don't even read the Bible. And like you can't just really just jump into Christian rap if you don't know the word, because the whole point of being a Christian rapper is to basically it's like lyrical sermons. Like you're supposed to be preaching and basically saying the same thing that somebody's pastor is going to say, but you just rap it. Or that's how I look at it. So if you don't know the word and don't have it in you, then how's it gonna come out of you? You know. So I definitely think y'all, you know, anybody that is jumping from just, especially if they was doing secular music and they go into Christian music, they just got saved. Man, take a little time out. And, you know, go to Bible studies, learn the word, go to church, and just get in that word hard, man, because it's the only way you gonna really learning like when i first got saved like i didn't have no cable nothing man i was going to church in the morning on sunday then evening service over here then monday i'm going to bible study over here tuesday i'm over here wednesday over here then leave go over there thursday like i was just trying to i didn't know the words so i was trying to get it man i was trying to soak it up like a sponge man and i ain't saying everybody got to do that because you might get burned out doing that you know but I, all I'm saying is you, you need to learn the word and get it in you, you know? Um, what what else uh, would you like to say to encourage everyone? Uh, I just want to say, man, y'all need to keep God first, you know, in everything y'all do and stay encouraged. Always know that it's not as bad as you think it is. There's always 
it always could be worse and there's always somebody in a worse situation than you, than you. so just you know stay positive go to sleep wake up another day and keep pushing you know that's what i want to tell everybody man just keep pushing because there's gonna be you know sunshine after the rain you know there's always gonna be a better day and a brighter day so if y'all down and out right now man don't give up because there's something around the corner there's a blessing around the corner waiting for y'all uh, what's some of your social media um now what what can people uh where can people follow you and do you have any other projects you're working on coming up uh well you can follow me on instagram at deuce tray facebook deuce tray uh reverb nation deuce tray is based uh youtube is deuce tray ent but mainly if you go on google and type in deuce tray uh, I, you gonna see me? You gonna see links and my face and music? Like uh, they got a couple other people that you know try to go by that name a little bit in the secular side, but none of them really made much noise or was nobody that was signed or anything like that. So if y'all just Google Deuce Trey or put me in YouTube, it's probably gonna come up to me 99% of the time. So it is D E U C E T R E. Cause I see a lot of people misspell it. But uh, what was your other question? Uh, um, said, uh, my social media. And, uh, do you have any other, questions? like any other upcoming oh, other projects? projects? Yeah, uh, I had a um, a compilation I did with another guy out of Texas uh, called "Prayed Up and Blessed Out" Volume One, and I had music from uh, Bushwick Hill and Pointing and uh, Living Proof. And, I had like half of the music from Louisiana, half from Texas. It was a compilation with mixed, you know, and uh, we did that and then we been wanting to work on volume two. But I told everybody, you know, send me in y'all submissions. And so far I hadn't got enough submissions in yet. So I kind of just have it on the background and certain people keep asking me about it. So it's definitely gonna come out, but I just want to do it right. You know, cause the last one, man, it really had some bangers and some hits on it. So I just want, I don't want to just force it just because, like, I want people to really send me their music and let's do it right. But, uh, so that hopefully will come this year. And since I just finished this album, I plan on doing some videos and, uh, just getting out there more, ministering more, hitting the block. And, uh, but hopefully I can just get in the studio and, and get another project by the end of the year because a lot of my fans been asking, like, man, at least do a mixtape or something this year if you don't drop another album so i'm a plan on keep working you know i got a bunch of songs that didn't make the album that i still wanted to do but i didn't really want to rush them so if i can go record those i mean i still got like nine months so i, I hopefully i can get another album out or at least a mixtape you know but uh I'm, i mean rapping is just in me man like I got that song, music is my therapy, and that's how I really feel. So I can't never stop doing music. I mean, since I got married and had a family, it kind of slowed down because I used to do like three songs a day, you know, and at least three albums a year back in the day. But now it's kind of, you know, I got other stuff, other priorities. So I can't do music all the time, but I'm still, it's still gonna always be there, and it's always gonna be coming. You know? well, that's tight, man. <laughs> Um, you, uh, so you, you talked about, uh, New Wine earlier. That'd be pretty tight if you did a song with New Wine, huh? 
Oh yeah, man, I definitely would love to do that, and it's definitely possible, man. So if he's uh sticking to it like uh like Von Juan said, then yeah, that's definitely possible for in the future, you know. Uh, I would like to. Uh, I forgot to mention Brian Trejo too. I really love his music. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> like he, ever since he came out, like he rose to one of my top favorites also. So if, if I can uh get a chance to minister and work with him, you know. I would definitely love that also, you know. I think we can do some nice music together and it can really reach a lot of people. So or DJ DMD. What's that? Or DJ DMD, like 25 Bibles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him a few times and we talk on Facebook a lot. So, uh, I mean, he, he, he's cool. He, you know, he's cool with me, but he, uh, it's hard to get, get something with him, man. He don't just, you know do features with anybody like it's already been like five six years since his album was supposed to drop and it still ain't came so he's really like meticulous about how he does every little move you know so oh yeah makes him it, it could definitely happen because uh we were connected but uh like i said he, he's he's not the type to just put out music all, all the time and work on time he does it real calculated kind of like dr Dre, you know oh yeah he does his thing yeah, I noticed that. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, like he, he he said that that the game has changed. Like uh, he came from the old school era, so he's kind of having to like relearn everything. And so I'm sure with him being in the studio now, it's it's a little bit different. And like you said, he's a little more calculated. He's yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it's really awesome to see him. You know where he is today, and the fact that I could even just talk to him like that because I grew up listening to his music and. Uh, everything he was doing, like those were big songs back in the day, and uh, the fact that he saved it is just, it's just awesome, man. Because I, I had always loved that song "25 Lighters on My Dresser," and I had actually in a song I made in 2006, I said a line. I said, "I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir. Uh, that's just how I live. I ain't trying to impress you." I mean, I ain't trying to impress her. God bless her. Now, ain't nobody sleep. But anyway, I keep going. But, but yeah, I said that line in that song. And then when people was hearing that, they was like, man, you need to really do a song called uh, 25 Bibles on My Dresser. So uh, I was going to do it. I had got somebody to remake the beat. I had sent it around to everybody I knew from Louisiana and Texas. To, uh, some people even started sending me their verses back. So everybody, we was all hype about it. Well, Von Wine ended up saying he talked to DMD, and DMD was saved, and he was doing the real 25 Bibles on my dress. So whenever I heard that, I just shut it down. I'm like, well, if the originator of the song is doing it, then, you know, I'm going to let him do it. And, I, you know, I'm, who am I to just go and redo his song, especially if he's doing it? He's going to make a bigger impact than I ever could. So I just shut it down. Like, people still was asking me what that happened. But I'm like, man, the real man that made that song got saved. And he's doing it, so you know that's way better than what I can do. But uh, that that was real awesome because it's not like I was copying off of him. Like whenever I came up with that song, when that was way back in like 05, 06, and he didn't remake it until like 2010 or 11. So and that was around the time when I was gonna redo it. But like I said, I heard from Brian Juan that DMD was coming out with it, and I shut it down. I still got the beat that my boy remade for me. I had paid for it and everything. Oh wow! But it's just it's just sitting on my hard drive now. I, mean, I, I still think it would be a pretty tight thing. I, I'm a big music fan, so I'd I'd jam it. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might do a freestyle to it or do something with it one day just since I have it. But as far as the, the song, I just let DMD do his thing. And I love that how he had Bizzle on it. Oh, yeah. You know? I really hope he drops his album this year because uh, I know a lot of people are waiting for that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, I ran out of question if you if you want to mention anything else or, or say anything else uh, you, you can um, well I just want to say man I got a new CD called Real Men Serve God that just dropped last week and it's going to be on all digital stores uh, March 13th I think that's Tuesday or something but it's coming this week but I got physical copies for sale for $10 free shipping and uh, I, I got features from Pyrex, Von Wine, um, a few other people uh, locally. And it's just a real, like I say, my best album quality-wise, the singers I have are just very anointed. You know, Von Wine does his thing on it. And uh, it's just like my best project I ever made. And uh, you, you uh, bless me and uh, purchase a copy so I hope you enjoy it but I've been getting nothing but positive feedback so far and uh I just thank everybody that's supporting it so I can continue doing it man and I, I plan on really promoting it really just doing as much as I can this year you know getting it out there and making sure everybody gets their hands on it one way or another but uh if y'all want to check it out online March 13th it'll be everywhere Real Men Serve God uh, that's cool uh, thanks again man it's it's great talking to you man and hopefully we can talk again and maybe we can do like a, a live video chat thing just like some kind of maybe a google hangout uh, or 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 something kind of like do what uh, gifted to flamethrower is doing with uh, running your mouth podcast uh, maybe kind of like a talk show type of thing just talk, you know, record it and yeah. stuff well, like that. I'm definitely down, man. I, I appreciate the opportunity, man. It's, it's a blessing. And uh, that's what I'm really trying to do now that the album's out. I'm trying to do interviews and, like I said, just really get back on the forefront because when my son was born, I kind of, you know, focused on that. And I hadn't been really out, out there as much, but I'm trying to get back, you know, into the ministry and just getting my music out there so everybody can hopefully get touched by it and and hear it and hopefully like it because uh, most people, I mean, I'm slept on by a lot of people, but the people that actually do give me a chance, they always end up becoming a fan, you know, and that's people from all walks of life, you know, people in the industry, people not, people young, old, black, white, some people are skeptical at first, and, you know, I'm a white rapper, but when they give me a chance, they always end up saying they're a fan, so y'all just give me a chance, listen to one song and I think y'all are like my testimony and what I'm bringing to the table. That's but yeah, cool. man, I appreciate everything. Appreciate you giving me this opportunity and anything you want to do. I mean, I'm not too familiar with all this technology and all the things they have out there. Like, but I'm willing to do whatever, you know, podcast, whatever you got. I got a, a laptop. I got phone, smartphones, so I'm sure we can make it happen. Already? Um... Did, have you met? Uh, uh, one more question. Uh, have you ever heard of RBS or uh, John Moore? No. Uh, he he's somebody else I thought of just randomly. I, 
I thought I'd ask you. There's another guy named um, Mr. AD, the problem solver. Have you heard of him? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. He's from Texas, I believe. Yeah. And another one that comes yeah. to mind, Street Minister Whitehead. They, they, yeah, all yeah. three of them have, like, the, the Texas uh, sound. Um, uh, I actually interviewed... Um, uh, all three of them, they're, they're, they're in my, some of my other interviews, uh, if you ever want to listen to them. All oh, there. yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check them out. Because, uh, like I said, anybody from Louisiana or Texas, that's my stomping grounds, man. Like, Texas is like my second home, too. So, anybody from Louisiana or Texas, I probably heard of them. I'm probably following them, probably been friends with them for years, you know, as far as social media goes. And uh, I might even minister with them, you know, because that's definitely my main focus like it's crazy i've been mailing cds off to california and florida and other places and, uh but it's i'm kind of tunnel vision or small minded sometimes because i mainly focus on louisiana and texas but i'm trying to you know realize that you know it don't got to be just about that it can, you know it's worldwide so i'm even a, a, a flyer designer now i do graphic design been doing it for like a year and a half and even with that since people, you know, pay me through PayPal and everything, I have customers all around the United States. But at first, I was promoting it mainly in Louisiana. And I'm like, why am I promoting it locally whenever it's not like I have to meet these people to get to do business? We're doing it online anyway. We're doing it electronically anyway with PayPal and everything else. So I'm just trying to stop thinking small-minded and realize that it's, everything's worldwide with the gifts God gave me, you know. Yeah, you probably like the Texas because it's it, or the Louisiana. It's it's that hometown thing. Like you, you said you were going to a crawfish party the other day. And, oh yeah. And uh, just all the the that that Texas cooking and stuff like that. You probably have had Texas barbecue, right? Oh yeah. Like I said, I mean, I I got family in Houston, man. I my aunt lives in Houston, and uh. I got a bunch of friends, like a lot of people I know if the, that I went to school with, if, if they moved from here, they probably moved to Texas. Like it's, it's like Louisiana and Texas are like brothers and sisters. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's really not much difference, you know, culture wise. We, 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 I don't know, they get a lot of stuff from us and we get a lot of stuff from them. And even like ESG, he was actually born in Louisiana. And I think a few other ones from the SUC were originally from Louisiana, so we're, we're, we're real connected, man. And like I said, when they're, when all their music was real, real big, that's all they played on the radio out here, too. So we felt like we were from Houston or something, you know, because we were playing the same music they were, you know. So that's why I always will probably redo at least one Houston classic on every album I drop, because it's just, it's it. I man, that's all I grew up listening to. Houston music, Texas music, or New Orleans music, you know. Wow, that's tight. Um, oh, one more question. Uh, do, do you know young JC from the Thoroughbreds? I know he's part of, like, Pyrex's little group there. He, his voice, your your voice kind of reminds me of him. Oh, okay, yeah. We, like I said, even our slang a lot is uh, real similar. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen him. Uh, with Pyrex and I've uh, followed him on Facebook and stuff but I never met him in real life but I do know who you're talking about That's he was uh, 
one of the youngsters in Pyrex's clique, you know, since he was a teenager, he was running with Pyrex, but uh, he started uh, following God and doing his own thing, man, so salute JC, you know, stay with God, brother. That's cool. All right, well, I appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you for uh, coming up on here and definitely put this out on my Hot Rap Mix uh, podcast and I... I if you already didn't already know, I got my website hotrapmix.com and I'd put the link on there as well. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna get everybody to check it out, and I'm gonna go check out your uh, your other interviews. Cause when I ride, I got a 45 minute ride to work every morning and back. So normally in the mornings, I'm always listening to interviews and things like that, podcast and things like that. So I can definitely uh put yours on for the week, man, every morning, that's a different one or something, so that's good to know. All right, well, God bless you, man, thank you. Oh, God bless you too, man, thanks. Bye.